Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! It's your boy, Slide Whistle. Tis I, Immunization. It's your boy, Aaron, Fire Magic, We're here to talk about World of Warcraft. Oh, for real? Yeah. I, yep. I didn't expect that. I'm sorry. I have to throw all my notes away now. What notes did you have? You have any celebrity deaths on hand? Uh, no, not <laughs> that I can think of. The day Gary Busey dies is the day this podcast is going to go into mourning. Maybe I thought you, you were going to say that the day that we end. I was like, I that man doesn't treat his body right and is very old. I don't want to end it in like a year. <laughs> What do we start with? Let's just how about this? Let's just start with what we've been doing and wow, that's crazy. We don't normally do that at the kickoff, right? Whoa, we've done that in like a hundred episodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Aaron, what did you do in World of Warcraft? Is that how it used to sound? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was very punctual. <laughs> um, well, in the World of Warcraft, okay, this we, week... we gotta stop the we gotta stop the joke. You were gonna think it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week. I mean, I just did my my usual stuff, going around Zeri Morty, trying to get all of my achievables done, all of my big things. You know what I just did the other day that was very interesting was I bought my first piece of armor with Sandborn relics. Did was it anything good? No, I mean it. Like it was one six or two sixty five, so it was technically an eye level upgrade. But it took this entire time combing the desert, like doing the content, to finally get enough relics to change my bracers out. And I was just like, wow, this stinks. <laughs> they need to lower the cost or buff the amount of relics you get because it shouldn't be taking weeks just to get one. That, that's just my opinion. I also, you can't trade them, right? So once you buy them, they're on that character's account, right? I, I mean, I guess because it's... It's only your armor. Like, it's not a... It's not, like, the thing where you get a token that you can then break for a piece of armor. You just buy... Like, for me, I bought cloth bracers. So, I could really... Even if I could trade that, I could only trade that to other cloth characters. So, when I first did the system, when I started to do it, I thought it was going to be, like, a buy an account thing. You can send your sworn gear to your other characters, and it'll be, like, you know, like a replacement for them. Because why the fuck would I be farming the sandstone on my main, my druid, when she's, he's a guy now, he's 256. He was 252 going into this, and the sandstone gear was 246, right? Uh, it's too, it, it depends. It is like 260 some. That's the reason that I did it was because it was an eye level upgrade. It just takes a lot. And that was with 100. Yeah. The ones that you get in Pilgrim's Grace. Uh, I thought they were all 242. Oh, uh, no, those are they are actually useful. It's just a little less. So like I did all this grinding to get new bracers. I could get better bracers off the first boss in Heroic. Right, but you might not. Okay, that changes it a little bit. I, I'm still a little miffed that, like, my paladin, for my paladin to get gear, like, I can't really get gear for him from Xerath Mortis. I could, but then that would mean that I'm in Xerath Mortis on two characters all the time, and that's silly. 
Yeah, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. I was like, do I really need to be grinding Zerimordi on both my priest and my hunter every day no. and every week? I did no. I did it on I did it for like three days on Booty ATW and I was like, actually, fuck this. Like I <laughs> I don't want to be doing that right now. Especially because and I don't know, but I'm sure there's some sort of thing like when you become exalted, you can bind a bind you can buy a bind on account thing that boosts the amount of experience you get and it's like f for once in my life let me not do all the hard stuff up front so okay i believe it's a, is it revered when you can start getting second legendary stuff from here for, is that is that where you get that i believe I, I so because I, so. I don't think it's honored because i'm currently honored exalted would make people too mad so it can't be exalted right <laughs> exalted i'm pretty sure is only mounts and stuff and then I'm wondering, like, if you get revered on, like, one character, then does it unlock double the legendary thing on all of them? Or do you need to, or do I actually need to grind revered on both of my characters? Okay, here we go. So I, I, I think the reason why we're so confused on this, even though we have reported on this in the past, is because it has changed several times. I think twice. It, we're just waiting on Chapter 7. Once Chapter 7 drops, March 22nd, then you can equip two legendary items. That's it. So that's the one that's called Unity, where it's specifically on your belt, right? Yeah, and yes. they give you the belt, right? Like, you don't have to pay for the belt piece? I believe so, and then it's, like, just your Covenant one, and it changes whenever you switch Covenants, and that is on your belt, I think. Chapter 7, okay. So then, what do you get from Revered? Is that the one, the ability to put your double, your second, your Covenant Legendary uh, anywhere? Mm, that's it. I think that's the, that's the sauce. Yeah, because the belt, the belt of unity, is locked to eye level two sixty five, which I also did not know until right now. I'm currently reading the reward guides as we speak. So, memory of unity is revered. Yes, as a memory of unity to your account, allowing you to craft your covenant legendary in any slots, which is gonna be really annoying for me. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> because it's my best covenant ability, and I recently bought a pair of 291 291 boots because i got to your, because i got to your pants and i can only wear celestial spirits on my pants or my feet so i'm like well i got to your pants so we're going on my feet and then i'm like this is a really expensive way to guarantee that now tier feet will drop for me <laughs> it's gonna happen so i was gonna say then like the all the ferals will are, are basically waiting for Unity then, because that's where they'll put their main legendary? It's hard. I've seen a lot of Feral say that once you get pants, craft it on feet. I've seen other people say, just wait. Just keep it on your pants, and then you can craft I am a grade grubber when it comes to DPS. If I, I It gives me an extra 150 DPS, so I was like, yeah, I'll spend 100k on my feet. That's fine, whatever. 300? It's like 150. No, I spent 100k to buy the feet, and it's a 150 plus DPS upgrade. So there's some math. Okay, there. <laughs> I, I I thought I thought you said 300k. I was like, I know you're a billionaire, but like, you didn't need. You could have waited because I know the market <laughs> crashed in a major way. Yeah, it'll definitely come down. It, well, actually, I don't know if it will though. I think these feats are gonna be expensive for a while. <laughs> All I know is when I first looked at hands, it was 200k, and I was like, Ooh, I don't like that. And then I checked a couple hours later, and it was like 110, and I was like, okay. 
Well, I think for for cloth too. Cloth has always had it um, easier in gathering some of the materials. Yeah, I mean the cloth literally like rains out of the sky. The leather ones and the armor one, or the plate ones, end up being more expensive because of the base components or something. I don't know. I don't craft that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just buy it from the. Beginning. I make potions. I use flowers. By the way, I, I got all these first flowers. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I think I make them for crafters, Marks. I don't make those. Do you use them in the new cosmic healing potions? I don't know what the goes uh, into those. I'd have to even see what those are. Because I've just been using spiritual potions still. But that would not surprise me. Although first flowers are a little rare. They're not as prevalent as like Zenithid and other late game flowers were in previous expansions i have noticed that the price of the cosmic healing potions is starting to go down a little bit now though so i've i've just started switching over to using them instead of the spiritual one just because it's twice as much health i think it's like it's good to go from 10k health to 20k health and like at that point it's like almost half of some people's health bar yeah it was from 10 to 20k so it's a lot of fucking health you get back for slurping down these cosmic healing kool-aids but what about you guys? Regale me with your adventures. Well, similarly, I've been, you know, doing the Zeri Morty stuff. And what I really wanted to talk about in the segment we already just talked about, I already just interjected it about, like, whether or not I need, needed to feel like I needed to do the dailies every day on both my characters. And I feel like my answer currently is no. Did we ever confirm whether or not that if you get the revered reputation on one could i then if i say i did that on my priest i grind revered exalted whatever I, like with enlightened on my priest then could i use the legendary wherever slot on my hunter yes okay so then i think that basically answers my question that like i will not be grinding rep or really going to zareth mortis at all on my hunter is there a reason to like i mean i'll do the weekly i guess i'll do patties the only reason that you would have to grind the rep on your hunter was if you wanted the sandstone things to get 262 gear or you wanted to get the um the rune the augment rune that costs like 300k but it's a permanent augment rune but you're not gonna buy two of those right that's crazy well i mean honestly at this current point i'm running enough content on both my priest and my hunter that like if i could passively get both of those then maybe i would i don't i don't know i mean yeah, it's hard to say. And, like, I really don't know how the market's going to shake out on Augment Runes. Because there's going to be some people who are going to be like, Oh, I'm not going to buy the Augment Rune item because people who buy the Augment Rune item are going to sell their Augment Runes, which makes the price go down. Some say I use enough Augment Runes in my day-to-day -day that it doesn't matter what the price is going to be. This thing has infinite value. I mean, it's a permanent buff at that point. You can never lose it. I will say, um, when the raid opened up i was stockpiling a bunch of them on my priest and i was planning on selling them especially with the race to world first and i feel like they didn't really go that much up in price and i'm like really i mean i i thought i, I thought i had like a secret in line here to make some bank but you know i was a little unimpressed maybe everybody had that same idea and also just flooded the market with their with their roots maybe but yeah i've been raiding on my hunter with uno mas and on my priest with dogs with jobs so they are both seeing the raid both seeing a lot of mythic plus i feel like this week in mythic plus is a lot more exciting than last week last week like to kick off the season was a little bit annoying afixes is like explosive which is 
gross, annoying, my least favorite affix to deal with, probably, and, uh, is, And uh, rude. Rude, by the way, because apparently explosive looks like me, so I'm getting, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting attacked on, <laughs> in-game, because I look like a fireball. Yeah, our raid lead said that he wanted to pop it, pop growl the minute he saw him, because he thought that his combustion was explosive orb. I do, I do. I set myself on fire, and then I make a fire shield, so I am actively an orb on fire. <laughs> I I don't condone it, but I do understand the comparison. I'm honestly, I'm kind of annoyed at Xerath Mortis, even more so than last week, but I'm now I'm just kind of, like, apathetic towards it. Like, I'll go, I'll log in as Xerath Mortis, I'll get my Dark Moon buff, I'll do my dailies, and then I just leave. I don't kill rares anymore. And I I hate that. I like killing rares. I think it's fun, but I really, really hate how getting to them is so difficult that I've literally just given up. I'm like, that's fine. I'll get the campaign story, I'll get daily quests, and I'm going to go Dark Moon Dance because I'm not wasting my fucking time chasing Guardian the first one so it can die immediately before I can get there. Yeah, I mean... In a few weeks while flying, so it'll be easier to get to them. But then it'll be easier for everyone, as as we said the last few weeks. Like that probably means they'll die faster. But uh, at least it won't take us as long to get there and then see that it was killed anyways. So it's also, and maybe this is just our stance as being hashtag too epic. But you'll kill them, and it's only literally ten one zero experience. So I was like, that is next to nothing. This is a bar on my screen where I need several hundred thousand experience. Yeah, like, sure, everything life. adds up at some point, but it's like, killing this guy, getting to this guy, really isn't worth all that much. It all and I know they, adds they, up. They, I know they specifically de-incentivize them to be like, so that everyone can have fun. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah, I've, I've come to the conclusion that I really only rare hunt when I'm actively trying to do the Paddy's quest, I think. I have the Paddy's mm. quest still not completed because I don't want I don't want to rare hunt because it's not fun. I and I've done rough grinds like this before in BFA. I took Bludgeon and I got flying like, like immediately. I every world quest in Colteris uh, in Zandalar I would do on the hour as they reset, and that was like twenty five to fifty like rep each. It was so little for flying around, but it was great, and I liked it, and I got up faster than everybody else. This place is just so unfun. I do, I like, but it's unfun, but, like, I feel like my vibe towards it is just, you know, I'm not too worried about it. Basically, the way they've set it up is that if you do your weekly stuff, you'll casually get there. Because, okay, am I tripping, or do some of these dailies not even give rep? Okay, I've been trying to figure that out, too, because I, I pop my Dark Moon buff, I go out there, and I'm like, okay, finish the quest. Which, by the way... Let's start with that too. They have they changed how the you gain the rep because now once you do the daily quest, once you complete it, like once it's done, you get like the rep and the rewards. Not when you turn it in, right? Mm, I mean, for the three ish quest givers, it's when you turn it in. I mean, for the dailies that I've done the last few days, when I turn them in, I haven't gotten any rep. I don't think. Yeah, I I gain rep. The second I I actually complete the quest and I turn the exclamation mark into a question mark, that's when I've been getting the rep. And then this week, I've been going out there and I'm not seeing a rep gain from when I complete it or from when I turn it in. So I don't know if this is like a visual bug that's going through 
but I I also had my bar open when I turned in a quest and I didn't oh, get Oh, what uh what's what's the name of your bar? What? It, it it just you said you just opened your bar. What's it called? We got to get some advertising. Oh, it's called Wild Seed Seed and Bar. Come on down. <laughs> Come on back to get seeded. <laughs> it's entirely voluntary. I was going to this this is giving like some Steamworks vibes off here right now. <laughs> It's just so like I'm not sure. I I think it has to be visual bug because all the daily quests should give rep, right? They're supposed to. I would think so, or else like literally, why would I be doing them? Because I'm not going to be doing this for like the what twenty gold. <laughs> well, that's what worried me. <laughs> or, or or the 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 poke poke dollars, which just add up, or the the astral flux, which you get too much. You got yeah, too what much. What the fuck am I doing? I have like so much now, but. Is it? Do you think it has to do with like the certain people that you work with? Because I was hanging out with the Jiro and they didn't give me any rep. And I'm like, I know you little. I just learned your your little boy's language. But like, are you with the enlightened, Ooh, or are you just some yeah. robots that hang out here and aren't involved with the enlightened at all? But they don't have their own rep. Yeah, I do wonder that if for some stupid reason they're like, oh, the Jiro are not with the enlightened. Or like, uh, Fareem says he hates the Enlightened, so helping him doesn't help them. I w- okay, so something I do want to talk about, though, like one of the dailies that I did the other day, did you guys do the one where you need to just position yourself and hop on these mines that blow up and then, like, take you to okay. uh, the little rewards? So, I just need to say this. I I am so privileged as a Venthyr, I didn't know that's what you're supposed to do. People are like, I love hopping on the mines. And I was like, who's running into the mines? They're very easily dodged. And then I guess that's how you non-warping people access this quest. Okay, so I will say that I decided to do my dailies after doing some Mythic Plus, so I was Kyrian. So yes, I was one of the, the mine hoppers that time, and I was like... God damn it, I told myself literally every single day the last few weeks I would not come to Zeri Morty if I was not Venthyr. But no, I was like, oh, you know, I'll just get him out of the way quickly. But, like, that was my first time seeing this mine one. I was like, okay, well, fuck this. Literally, you would just, like, Venthyr teleport up to the highest one, take it, and then Goblin Glide down to, like, another one and, like, levitate, slow fall, and then you're done. And also, you kill one guy. I feel like so many quests around here are like, do this interesting thing. Also, kill one guy. Yeah, what did this one guy do? I guess I don't remember what the quest text says, but, like, why are we murking that guy? Also, for reference, I'm, I'm 95% sure invisible players can run around the mines and activate the mines and send other people flying with no risk to themselves being revealed, I think. Because I saw some mines exploding, and I didn't see anybody there. And I'm like, uh, is this a rogue running around, or what's going on? Because I shouldn't be sent flying the other direction for no reason. I also feel like some of them were really weird with their radius, where it's like, if you were, like, five yards away, it would randomly explode and launch you. Or then other times, you're literally on top of it, and then it's like, oh, hello? Just get hit by it. And it's really funny watching other classes who aren't Venthyr and who don't have like a heroic leap or a wild charge to try to figure it out. Like I saw this poor little paladin out there who was not a Venthyr paladin trying to just like jump onto the rocks. And I'm like, you have to use the mines. And he's like, I tried. And I was like, Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. I've tried. RIP to that guy. 
What did I do in WoW? I mean, I did that. Zareth Mortis. <laughs> you did. You did that quest. Oh, okay. It's funny. So I've been I've been getting back into my paladin. I've been doing doing content on him. Had some rough dungeons with him because a I didn't really understand the pally rotation. And it's funny because I think now Ahoy is like afraid to run with my paladin after a couple of bad ones where I was like trying to figure it out because like I have to learn on the oh, fly. Oh no. you're you're <laughs> you're listed as as a a junior now. Yeah, so like sorry, <laughs> I don't want to go too fast for you. So like we uh, we um we were doing keys and I was like oh I'm gonna get on a paladin and I hope it was away and then we, <laughs> I came back and he was like oh it's Felipe can he do this and I was like whoa okay hey probably give me give, give me a second to rev up to be fair the first few were very rough because you like I, I but you you showed me the guides like they did not make any sense. The guides were really the okay. The paladin guide writers they need their own guide writers because reading it at a first glance doesn't make any sense. They're like use these three abilities uh, in your rotation, but those three abilities that they tell you to use they don't recommend you to bring into mythic dungeons. So I'm like, okay, so if I'm supposed to use those abilities, but you tell me to not bring those abilities. What am I supposed to do? Turns out every paladin does bring those abilities. I scoped out the top 100 paladins on Proudmoore, and they all bring the abilities that the guides say not to bring. What's going on? <laughs> Why? I mean, uh, but like by the end of it, you kind of found your groove, so... Yeah, I mean, I've got it now. And the reason why the first couple are rough was because it was me on like a level like 236. 5, 237 Paladin. Fireball is Warrior. So, I already, we're already two in the hole. <laughs> and I think Pablo... I was, I was about to say, <laughs> I even without announcing the other people, I can already tell that uh, that one brings trouble. F- Fireballs can pull good damage. The problem is, he also needs to rev up. He just has three or four times the rev up speed that I have to figuring out how to play in a new season. You know what I mean? I also feel like he doesn't run the dungeons enough to remember the mechanics, so he dies to things. That's a big part of it. It also did not help that we were doing Sanguine Depth on Tyrannical Week. What the hell are we doing fighting Hallway yeah, Boss? You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't bring little people into Sanguine Depths. Yeah, I know, but like that's the other piece about what the first uh, week of the third season of Mythic Plus gave us is Tyrannical when we're at our weakest that we will be this season, which is hard, especially on the Sanguine Death bosses, which are probably the hardest bosses, then you have Explosive, a.k.a. slap Aaron around with your staff. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, I think the last one was Bursting, so it's like you can't even kill all of the ads effectively. It was bolstering. Um, oh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But, but now my dude's got fuck. He's got gear. I brought him to Dark Switch Jobs Raid. Uh, at a certain point, my dude was, he opened with like a 23k opener. And I'm like, I could do 23k damage? What the fuck? I didn't know I could do that. So now he's like, now I think I'm 245 on this guy. And I'm, I'm learning the hoops, feeling good. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of cool to play on my first ever Alliance character. Like, it's really weird to think about. Like, this is my first guy on the real team. Yeah, it's crazy that, like, at least Slide and I are both raiding currently on our very first uh, raiding, very kind of first characters that we were serious about. So 
Aaron, I think this means that you need to... Who would that be? Whip out uh, Wiggles? It would be Boot... No, it would be Booty ATW in protection specification, which you will never catch me on. I am 28 years old, but I still have a conniption every time I even think about tanking <laughs> with someone I don't know. Well, I just why? I just can't. It's been it's been actual years. And apparently that used to be my big shtick. I had a brewmaster monk, I had a protection warrior. I was the tank guy, and then I just fell out of it and I cannot go back now. You can always go back. Plus, I don't want to steal Minnie's spot as protection warrior cuz everyone knows if I were to do it, I would blow him out of the water. And then who's he going to play? mini mage i haven't seen that guy in years it's funny because he kind of is uh at least jokingly playing him a little bit recently <laughs> is there a guy called mini mage I-, I think it's mini mad mage or something like that okay i just know he has a, a swath of characters that are his name thing that's his stick his stickola speaking of mini leading us we did some more bosses okay we, he did lead us into those bosses i will agree yeah, so at least our group, I feel like I was pretty proud of us this week in Raid. We got all the way up to Anduin and got a few pulls in on him. So that leaves our group at 7 out of 11 normal right now. And the other group did get Anduin down, but now, as expected. They, you know, you know, they were what, like Realm 17th? Yeah, there are a lot of guilds out there that are... Uh, Struggling with normal Anduin, even. So, you know, I'm proud of I'm proud of our Uno Mas boys uh, over in Group 2 or 1 or A or B or whatever. The other <laughs> one. Group, not us. I mean, yeah, the other group. So the other group is stacked. They're so good. Did I say this last week or now? I, I feel like I'm repeating myself. But maybe uh, just... we, we have implied, but one of our best raiders brought three to four of his friends who are also good raiders in... And because they're best pals, they didn't feel like sharing the love. It's fine. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we lost some of our damage, but it's fine because I really do not care. Because guess what? I don't care if the raid goes a little long till we need to kill Zofal because this is all the content we'll be getting. Yeah, right. We have so much time and I really, really, even though like it's a little bit on the slow side, I really like our pace and our group. I just feel like... It's just fun, and I never want to have to give up Cynical being dead on the fucking floor and us barely crawling to the end of a boss with, like, one health left for him to be like, it's on farm. I was going to say, it's not just Cynical on the floor. It, like, literally the classic <laughs> Sensei. 95% of the raid. There were three people remaining, one tank and two healers, when we killed the Sogni, and it was just like, well, that's on farm. We've, like, got it, <laughs> we've got it in the bag as, like, people are actively dying of poison damage. He, like, lifts his head up uh, off this pool of blood and is, like, on farm. He puts his head back down and dies. Legitimately, I said it in our Discord, I think, or somewhere. Uh, that is probably my favorite, like, Unomas R Raid team meme. Like, it, it, th- this one, I will be laughing at this one, like, on my deathbed randomly. <laughs> Usually, but he's right, because he was like, well, next week we're going to one-shot it. And usually that's what happens. Usually we barely kill a boss, and then we come in next week and we're like, hey, we're all alive. And we killed it in like three minutes. What the hell is going on? So what bosses did we add? Because we le- left off on misogyny. Yeah, we added Proto-Pantheon, which last week absolutely dusted us. And this week we just kind of came in and two-shot it. 
Yeah, which um, I, I love how crazy that fight is. I love the the parade of night face soul shapes that just run down the middle. They look so cute and derpy. <laughs> In particular, that fucking frog, guys. Though, have you had, have you ever seen like the Neko Neko parade where it's like do 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 do? It's like all the cats. I just imagine that theme started playing as yeah, like prototype of the forest is like you will be tread down by my creatures. As the cute little hedgehogs <laughs> gently parade across. That's the best part. Is that like the proto uh, night? Queen lady, what's her fucking name? Winter Queen. The Winter Queen. That's your mom. She's not my mom. <laughs> that's she's your not lady. My, she's not. She's honestly not that present in my life in the storyline. She's up. She's up. She she's is, upstairs. She is not. She's upstairs. It's not like Renathal where I, every so often I round a corner and it's him, and I'm like, oh shit! I thought you were just some archivist. Yeah, it's because she's actually busy. She's doing important stuff up there, you know. So we don't bother her. But she's like. Come forth, my minions. March through our enemies. And it's like, I'm a porcupine. It's always the porcupine first, right? Like, legitimately, the first guy to slowly waltz out there. But the best was that frog. We had four frogs conga lining, doing their, the slowest jump I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, how are they floating in the air for so long? You know what's really funny, since I'm raiding as Night Fae now because I'm on my Hunter, during the parade as it was happening, I needed to soul shape to get to another ad across the room, and I needed to cross through the parade of soul shapes, and I almost got lost for a second. I'm like, oh, is that me? Or, or is that another alpaca? Where, where am I? Who, who am I? <laughs> do you think they're going to make them faster on Heroic, or do you think... Yes, I was, I was just about to ask, what do you think the change is? I think either faster, or I think it'll move because the whole thing is she's like march my animals and they just go in one line until they're dismissed i could see it where like animals randomly start crossing the room that'd be cool actually i kind of don't like that fight and it's funny that Amin likes the fight because for you as a hunter it's probably the easiest fucking fight in the world you can shoot all those casting sorcerers from wherever the fuck you are while you're moving once that green pool covers up the like the feet of the minions melee is fucked even i'm fucked i'm like i can't hit that guy i have to go boom conform and throw really weak moon fires on him so fuck you <laughs> so actually i don't like that part so fuck you man and then also there's other mechanics that i i didn't happen enough for me to really to notice like every so often the proto primus would be like, I'm etching my Stussy symbol onto you. But it never happened to me, so I didn't super knew, know what to do. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny is I feel like we just needed to, like, the like the reason we wiped a few times is because we weren't interrupting enough. And then, like, we just realized we needed to interrupt, like, the proto primus and the proto winter or archon or whatever. And then we were good. But anyways... Um, there was something really funny that the Dogs of Jobs raid pointed out, and I I told Slide like during the during the raid, but I didn't tell you yet, Aaron. You know how like when you enter the Proto Pantheon, you like mm-hmm. split. There's like the hallway splits, and there's like one way or another. But like right in the center, there's like this giant like like the thing that Slide basically sent a picture of. Um, they're like giant like uh yeah, proto they're like the most people. basic proto humanoid. Spoilers, they're protos of all. Oh my god! Okay, I I was like, where what meme is this? Now I'm excited. 
so um dogs of job is like um like whenever we when we ran by they're like oh i'm just passing by the ticket master because like she's positioned there and it looks as if there's a spotlight on her and it looks as if like she's behind a window <laughs> and it looks as if you're running past like the um like you're entering a movie theater you know and you're <laughs> yeah she's like selling you tickets <laughs> she's so tall a big tall ticket master heck see a npc of the week the ticket master maybe who knows <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but after them was uh, Lehuvium. Lehuvium. I, I don't really have much to say about him. He, his whole shtick is he, you know, he really doesn't do much. He, he puts balls on you. You put them away. He summons boys. We learned how to circumvent them to really just make it easy. And then he fell over. It's funny. So we killed Lehuvium. Me and Immune killed Lehuvium last week. With dogs with jobs. We didn't kill him with Uno Moss last week. So, in between then and now, Lehuvium's gotten actually quite a bit of buffs to make them harder. Um, I was going to say him, but it's a robot, so it's not really a gender. And the buffs, I mean, I didn't really notice anything. Like, what were the changes? Like, what made him harder? I, I fear I fear for what Lehuvium used to be if that was <laughs> it, it at its best form. Like, it was just a free pinata, and now it's, like, a mostly free pinata, I guess, right? Like, we, we nuked those ads so quickly, there was, like, zero threat. And we were even hitting all the balls that spawned that pool of, like, yellow ick, and it didn't even matter. And then, after that, the final one we got done was Halandrus, the, the tank. And that one was yeah. a toughie. This one took us uh, a little longer than... We thought it might, but I feel like it's more of a DPS check than I feel like even Lin was making it out to be. Because, like, it's a check of, like, not only surviving during the moving phases when you could be knocked off a bridge, but also doing as much damage as you can during that to make it easier on everything at the end. And then it just becomes, like, a race against the balls, basically. Yeah, I think people are afraid to use cooldowns when they're on the running bridge phase. I was letting cooldowns rip on that bridge. So I'm like, we, we gotta get this dude damaged. And then Pablo died, who has picked up Pharaoh Druid out of inspiration of me. And he's been doing fantastic. He's like, usually like right up to my DPS, like either at or like right below. Sometimes past it. And he died. And then we had one B res left. And I B res Pablo because I'm like, there's no fucking way we're clearing this without Pablo. And Lynn was like, can we not waste a res? on a dps who's not a tank and i was like there's no way we would have killed the check we needed pablo and pablo made an an uwu face in the chat when i said that (laughs) also and i just gotta say i'm coming defense of my man so at one point we were absolutely fucked we had (laughs) he had like 20 percent i'm pretty sure this was halinger's he had like 20 percent we had like six guys and or no six people were dead and it's like, well, we're not doing this. And Suli asked, are we just dying? And then nothing was said. So he and I both were like, okay, well, I guess we're done then. <laughs> and we got hit by things. And then Lynn was like, how about we not go rogue and die when it's not called for? And it's like, guy, we couldn't get this when no one died. Six people are dead now. Let's just wipe it up quick. But it's like, we could have brought... Or no, what specifically what he said was two of them we didn't need, which is showing his hand a little bit more than I feel like he <laughs> needed to. But I was just like, I mean, let's just 
let's just come back real quick. Yeah, I mean, part of it is probably just so people can learn how to knock balls back because we did have some non-ball knockers, which hurts a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My phrasing is not good enough for you. No, it's honestly perfect. Uh, You know, some non-ball knockers. Because there are these balls that are going to hit Highlandress, and if a ball hits him, he's going to gobble that shit up and go, "Mm," and fart damage over everybody and it's like super big damage it hurts like one orb is like what like half of our health something like that uh, it's like like 20 percent. yeah it's crazy and so even on the kill which i did not think we were gonna get because kata was humble bragging about their anduin kill which is why i died by the way because she was like there should be an achievement for killing anduin and i was like really you're gonna do that right now so i was like grats because that's probably what she wanted was it grats and so i was typing grats i fucking died i was like no god damn it i really did like how ahoy's ahoy was like grats with a question Question mark mark. (laughs) because it was like okay like that is honestly a huge accomplishment like we we said number 17 kill on proudmore and i'm like Moss has that like it's actually kind of crazy because like anyone is a hard fucking fight, and it got nerfed a lot, but people are struggling still. I mean, obviously. Anyway, the point of my story is we barely beat Halendris at the end because by the end of it, well, it was like seven of us alive, if even, and there were like six orbs coming right for his face, and I saw immune on his hunter. He had taken maximum hits. He had to back away because he's like, I'm gonna die. I I gave my max rip. I gave my max rake, which are my bleeds, and I wild charged into the orbs. And I wasn't sure if it was going to work, but blinking or wild charging into the orbs still counts as hitting the orbs. So I hit all six at once, knocked them all back, and I went, and I died immediately. (laughs) Yeah, and then at one point I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to have to turtle now because there's so many orbs. Hopefully my pet can keep doing some damage while I knock back some of these balls. And we barely did it. I feel like this is another one where, like, maybe only, like, three or two of us were alive at the end as he ticked down to 0%. Yeah, the the, the final percentage featured at least six balls that were going to hit him if we didn't kill him within, like, that half a second. We got so lucky. Because Minnie was saying, this is a true RNG fight. Those orbs have no rhyme or reason to where they're going to land around this dude. They're everywhere, or they're nowhere, or they're everywhere. So there is a rhyme, and Persephone did uh, bring this up. So you know those, like, giant, like, brown swirlies that go to the back of the room that you have to dodge? Brown swirl. Brown swirls. Brown swirls. That's where they will start spawning from the back of the room. But I think the target of those swirls is random, you know? Yeah. Um, So hopefully now with all the gear we have, we can come back next time and kill him a lot easier. Fingers crossed. Excuse me? What gear? Well, sorry, not everybody got to your yeah, pants I, like I, me. I got, I got a trinket. Actually, just kidding. And I also did get a staff. Wow, so double prizes. I, I forgot. It opens up. It, it turns into a little millennium puzzle. You know, you know what? Somehow we killed seven bosses and I got no loot. Makes you feel any better. I didn't get any loot except for the tear pants. So really, I only got one piece of loot. It's not the best. And really, mine was traded to me. So I really, actually, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I also got uh, bells. Well, yeah, so. I'm sorry. How many pieces did you get that you're just gonna keep remembering? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know what? Uh, I may have got the full tier set. <laughs>
I I think this is a really fun raid so far. Like, I think it's going to be fun killing Howlanders every week, once we can kill them consistently. I feel like the raid, but also just the tier in general, are very ball-centric. Lots of balls everywhere. Zary Morty really is about ball. And, like, not to be crass, but I guess it makes sense, because that whole middle area is very ball-heavy. It's got heavy balls. Big balls. I need some uh, break between the content so I can also urinate. Growlina, take over! Deepest welcomes to you, the DN Army. I'm Growlina, and this little segment is what my contract says I get, so let's make the most of it. I'm joined today by Jokester. Joke, what do you make of these Jiro fellas? Don't know much about them. They're cute, I'll give them that, but I haven't interacted with them much. I see an air of mystery to them still. Well, would you say you trust them? Trust them? LOL. I mean, I guess. They don't seem too bad of guys. What if I were to tell you that Blizzard put out a blue post just today confirming that these little bastards are going to be the next playable allied race? The Alliance will be adding these funny little genies to our ranks come 9.2.5. Please tell me that's a joke. I literally refuse to believe that's a thing. Well, what can I say, Joke? You've caught me in a lie. I was using my journalistic skills to drum up a bit of drama on this slow news day, but you have seen through my smokescreen. It's really a shame. I thought you were better than this, Growl. I thought I was too, and yet here we are. You've left me with a lot to think about, Joke. So now... Let's leave the audience with approximately 30 additional minutes to think about here in the second half of the show. Thanks, Growl. I'm fresh back from the white sesame seed and the black sesame seeds wedding. I knew those crazy kids would find each other eventually. Only if you're really dedicated and you really want to do a painful thing and get heat stroke and miss your mom. Paula loves to get heat stroke. I gave that bitch a wet towel. She didn't even matter. It's probably my least favorite area in Earthbound. Well, I guess I don't know. I, I really like the story, but I just hate heat stroke. It's so not fun. Um. Okay, but back to WoW. So speaking of raid and tier pieces kind of uh this is an interesting post that i actually didn't believe it when i heard it at the end of raid the other day blizzard confirms class set pieces can be acquired from the great vault without killing specific bosses hmm. so tier drops off of the last half of the raid mostly right there's no early tier pieces i don't think it's it's like lehuvium forward right yeah, I think it's Lehuvium, I think maybe, Halendris as well, or no? I'm pretty sure that's how I got my tier pants, I think. 
But yeah, so so you don't have to kill those to get them out of the Great Vault. The Blue Post says, Popping in to clear up some confusion we've noticed from folks who are surprised that the raid items in their Great Vault are coming up as class set pieces without having defeated the boss that drops that item. This is working as intended because class set pieces are available for Mythic Plus and PvP. We wanted to ensure parity across different ways to play within the Great Vault and thus loosen the restrictions on boss-specific drops for class sets. Enjoy the loot. May your vaults be lucky. This is a really good way to do it. But then, like, it's still kind of weird, right? Because Persephone linked a tier piece that she got from her mythic, uh, her mythic vault. Or from her vault, from her mythic piece. Confusing. For, for Mythic Plus. Yeah, so, so for, for Mythic Plus, she had a, a 265 tier piece. Which, obviously, if you're doing normal, you're getting 255. If you're doing heroic, you're getting 262? 265? One of the two? Well, I think some of the last bosses might be 265, maybe. I, I'll need to double check that. So at first, my first gut reaction was like, oh, it's better to do this from Mythic Plus because you're going to get a higher piece. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, that's not necessarily true. Because if you're raiding consistently, you're going to have more chances to get a piece of tier than somebody would who's running Mythic Plus dungeons for their vault. Because you can't get these from end of Mythic Plus only from the weekly vault. So obviously you're only pulling one piece a week, right? And then you throw PvP into the mix and it's like so like this is actually a really good system. Just the way you said and that, then, I'm thinking of like you and then throw like, Smojo into the <laughs> mix. And Kurt, Kurt Angle to the mix. Smojo is in the new wrestling game. Is he truly the chances of getting tier piece drastic go up? Drastic go up. <laughs> the cream of the crop. This is fantastic. Though. Like this is real. This is this is like this is what tier almost should be. I still think we should have little tier gems you put into your little sockets on your gear, and then we perfected the system. But until then, this is what we got. I still kind of hate the tier chase a little bit, though. There's nothing more frustrating than not being able to complete a four piece, or like not being able to get a two piece when you see everybody else getting a two piece, and you're like, "Well, I can't catch you until I fucking get my two piece." If that ever happens, like it'll happen eventually, but you know. I'm not a huge fan. I don't even know if this is tier related. I'm not a huge fan of the fact that you have to do specific content to get specific thing, i.e. last raid where it's just like, oh, you won't be getting that (laughs) the specific helmet you need to to do your move that you were supposed to be able to do six months ago. Get good, kid. That's, that, that's I, I guess I guess that's that's me. I was just supposed to get good. I was supposed to just run KT somehow multiple times per week to get that. Or I'm sorry, it was Sylvanas multiple times per week on one character to get that hat. I I would love to know how many sad hunters there are out there who were never able to get a Sylvanas bow. There's got to be millions. Was it, was it? Is it done now? You can't do it. You can't get the bow. I mean, you can, but like, or just just no one's running Saudis anymore, right? And immediately when you said, "I wonder how many sad hunters are out there," I was like, "Yes, me." 
<laughs> it looks so cool, but sorry, not getting it. So speaking of sad, uh, <laughs> the cutscene for when you defeat Zoval, the final boss. We should probably start with like the one before facing him, which is, I would say, a I little did, I nicer. Haven't e- I haven't even seen that one. You guys can talk about it while I watch I it. I haven't uh, seen it either. I don't. Even, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you were talking about before, like you know the one before, and I thought you just meant the Anduin one. I was like, yeah, that is pretty rad. So there is a cinematic that plays as you are approaching Zoval. I guess I don't know. I haven't been there yet, but it's a pre-Zoval fight cinematic, and it basically is him opening whatever giant drill i suppose from the center of his room and like drilling down into azeroth's core draining her energy implying that he's going to suck azeroth dry and use it for whatever his purpose is i think the big suck from the jailer oh man i was trying to find this cutscene and all i got was a michael video they butchered warcraft for this and then it features Zoval's face, it features Michael's unkempt face, and it features a big yellow text, 20 years! But yeah, I thought that, I thought the cinematic was better than the one that plays after. Um, the one that plays after is uh, questionable, but it also leads us down a lot of paths of, I guess, what's going to happen next, and I'm just overall confused about a lot of the implications of this cinematic. Yeah, so it just features Zoval in his final moments of life, remembering all those times he was bullied by his brothers and sisters. And he said, hey, you guys don't get it. A cosmos divided will not be able to stand up to what's coming. And then he dies as a little Pinocchio man. (laughs) But it is the what's coming that has everyone in a tizzy. That has everyone saying, or specifically Michael, saying that they ruined, they nuked Blizzard's lore for this? Okay, first off, they never nuked Blizzard's lore. I feel like it's still all lined Uh, up. I'm sorry, they butchered Blizzard's lore for this. I mean, and like, I think that's the part that I'm the most disappointed about with this. Like, I was willing to be like, yeah, okay, whatever, he is the big bad of everything that's happened so far. But then like, no, apparently there's a bigger bad that he was supposedly lining up all the pieces to tackle the biggest bad of, like, all the Cosmos needing to stand together for some sort of bigger-than-the-Cosmos threat? Is that what he's implying? Also, like, Zovi Baby, you could have just told us this. You didn't have to, like, lie about these things. Like, the joke's really on Sylvanas here. Like, he had literally zero intentions of rewriting the mechanics of death. He literally just wanted, like, a big navy or something. I'm just really confused by it, and this is what makes me really kind of lean into the theory that the Alex and Frazzy Osby thing was correct, and he just kind of was like, we're doing this, this is happening, I quit, good luck figuring it out, bye. And they were like, uh, how do we wrap up this thing without affecting anything important? Well, there's a bigger thing coming, that's it. Like, we've done this so many times. Why is there always got to be a bigger cosmic threat? Like, there can only be so many. So, so is this is this just Void Lord scares again? We that we've been getting since like a fucking forever. The Void Lords are coming. The Void Lords are coming. I feel like honestly, the implications of this is that it's a 
bigger than the Void Lords, right? Like, I feel like the Void Lords aren't, like, that scary. Are the Void Lords considered within our cosmos? So, I I saw, like, a few comments on, I think, Wowhead saying, like, oh, is it the return of the first ones, but they're bad now or something? I don't know. Yeah, okay. (laughs) This is a good Wowhead comment. Bumback says, what happened to all will serve me, right? Maybe in Zoval's mind, all will serve me. We're all united serving me to take on whatever this threat is. That is true. If if he is allegedly the only one who knows this, then the best way to raise a functional army is to have them serve him. Just so weird. Like you, without a single breadcrumb to what's happening or what's coming. And I I know we're getting the announcement for the next Vox expansion what april 29 19 10 days off so like but like can we please put the breadcrumbs in the game and not outside of the game because as it stands you could almost just cut around shadowlands and pull it out and nothing has changed in like the world so that's what i was gonna ask Obviously, he was like, a big cosmic threat is coming. Do we think that's going to be even in 10.0? I could see them, especially because they're like, it's a brand new chapter, just being like, well, what a scary thought. That'll be in the background as we, I don't know, fight dragons or something. Watch them just never address this again. It was just like Zoval tripping as he was being shut down. Or not even tripping, but they just never announce it again. And then every so often, Ian can be like, remember when he said there was a scary thing? Think about that. And then they have no real plans for, like, what that would be. It was actually, in reference to Katie's stamp whistle, going postal. So, my current running theory, which I had before, but now with this, I can probably lean into it even more, is still Void Lord-based. I think we're going to end up going back to Azeroth, dealing with whatever dragon stuff is happening. But with dragon stuff, normally comes Twilight's Hammer stuff. And the Twilight Hammer clan, you know, with Cho'Gall and Pale Orcs, they want to bring about the end of the world by serving the old gods. And the old gods serve the Void Lords. So they're kind of dragon adjacent sometimes. I could see this being like an ultimate, like, the Twilight's hammer is corrupting our dragons again, or, or their dragons are back, and that the hammer is like, we go, oh, we love dragons, let's fucking corrupt these bitches and bring back the old gods and the Void Lords. Mm-hmm. And so, like, maybe that's what's gonna happen, but, like, I don't know. I just, I really feel like I'm just really tired of, like, you could, the same cinematic is i feel like how every other raid tier every other expansion has ended by this point i was gonna say i said this earlier but like at least this one isn't a derpy in-game i'm a fire in my laser cinematic i guess Lucy like had some <laughs> art yeah that's true but like in general if this is heading towards the void lords am i the only one that's kind of tired of facing the void like i, I don't want to face the void anymore i want something well, different when you, what have you faced the void they, they and also they're they're shutting off the like threat centers and then when they try to come up with new ones people are like i don't like this because it's not one i know i could easily see them being like we don't know as much about the void and old heads are still afraid of it so 
that's a good way to to point ourselves and that's that's the thing no matter what they do not everyone's gonna be happy like how arthas was turned into a spirit wisp that should have gone up hitler's butt perfect but the fanboys are like I hate what you did to my favorite character. So if we get a new threat, they're going to be like, we never seen this guy before. And if it's old, they'll be like, oh, yeah, no yeah, wait. It, yeah, uh, yeah, I was just about to say, if it's old, it's reused. If it's new, it's like, there's nothing to distinguish this guy. If it does anything, it's just like, well, I don't believe that guy would be able to do that. So like, I do feel like though, like, like the Arthas spirit thing, I feel like that's generally been more well-received than hated, right? So if they can hit that mark, at least, I guess we're good. I don't know. I'm I'm really, really, really hoping that 10.0 is going to be just a complete, like, renewal of the story. The story's just been kind of like, this thing's happening, and we resolved it, and nothing has changed. Here we go. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. Like... Can we get some permanent stuff that changes? Something that sticks? Can we keep our covenant abilities? Please, God, let me keep my covenant abilities. Yeah, I I really don't know what they're going to do with all of this. Uh, But we will have more of an idea in April because they did announce this week that we are going to have an expansion reveal. Is it April 19th? Yep, the 19th. Mm-hmm. So I guess until then, we just speculate and wait. I, I'm glad that they announced it, though. I feel like that's a little sooner than what I anticipated them to start talking about it at this point. So, you know, hopefully, like, late 2022, early 2023, we can expect 10.0. I'm thinking probably early 2023. We normally have it announced, like, six months by, like, ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's been kind of, it's been a bit of a while, but we'll see. I think it also is because we don't have a BlizzCon, though, for them to announce it. So I don't really think that there's much precedence right now. Well, but they announced it at BlizzCon for press coverage and for advertising. And that six months is a lot of time not advertising your game and, like, ads on, like, websites or, you know, GameStops and stuff. Yeah, and that's why they went with the announce and announcement thing this time. Yeah, to get some hype around it. Is that the first the earliest thing we're getting or is there an earlier announcement when is that mobile game may 2022 all right it's after meh yeah it's it's not what i would have wanted but also i don't know what i would have wanted yeah that's true people didn't like the shadowlands so they were just like i don't know just get out of there and also it would have felt a little weird if it was just like we did it we beat them i feel like they the nature of the story is they always kind of got to let you know there's going to be more soon. Can you imagine how mad people would be if the jailer didn't die and he's like, I will live to fight you another day. Yeah, he <laughs> he, he just becomes a, uh, God, what's her face? An Ashara type villain where it's like, I'll slink away and you'll see me again someday. Like, no, please don't come back. Don't come back, Zoval. Which is funny, too, because then he would be the overarching villain that people were mad that he was when he was never introduced before then. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm just waiting to see what they say. And also, we need to remember that there will be more Shadowlands lore in... Okay, first off, there's the fringe theory that there's going to be a mythic possible cinematic or extra lore. I'm not betting on that, but there there definitely will be storyline still to come with at least pre-patch that will lead us into 10.0 that will provide a little bit of something else fingers crossed please 
Now it's time for our top two bottom boot, medium boot. I'm gonna go first. Do it. I'm gonna give my top two to the fucking Darkmoon Fair Dance Dance Revolution game. Heck yes, brother. Hell yeah. One of my favorite aspects about playing an MMO, or World of Warcraft, as I've played another MMO, is um, gearing up my character. I love getting my character geared. I love when there's gear to chase and there's so many eye levels to gain. The fact that something could pull me away from that and make me do silly rhythm dances with many races of Azeroth is amazing. I also, I don't think I've even seen all of the races that can dance against you. I think I have at this point because I I spent a lot of time there this week. <laughs> yeah, so so to get the Dance Dance Dark Moon toy, which is now a toy, they changed it from being an item, thank God. It's like this little cool like disco floor underneath you that you dance on. But you have to get a perfect score on easy, medium, and hard. Holy fuck, getting on hard is so goddamn difficult. <laughs> you have five five things to guess, and if you blink, or if someone asks you a question, it's over. You wasted a token and have to fucking get back in line and try it again. I have one win to go on easy mode, and I will have my toy. I'm saving it so when everyone's online, they can see me get it and give me a big congratulations for getting my dancing toy. I will not. I now, armed with this information, when you get it, I will say, that was on easy mode. <laughs> and people will be like, didn't that mean he already got perfect on medium and hard? I was like, yeah, but this one's on easy. I will say, grats, <laughs> question mark? <laughs> okay, ahoy. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's fun. The names are hilarious. I, and they're lucky. They were smart. They didn't show me the Volpira until my 29th dance. You need 30 dances completed to win. And on my second to last one, it's like, hey, look at me, I'm a Volpira. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I knew it. I knew one of you had to be dancing on this fucking stage, and I'm mad about it. Because they exist? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Wow. What a, what a powerful character trait. <laughs> I, I do just want to say, though, that there were definitely more than one times... That I lost um, my perfect streak on one of these dance-offs because I was so distracted by the Worgen dance animation. <laughs> no, the, did you see the dwarves? <laughs> how, how the dwarves dance? I mean, I assume, I assume they just no, do the No, it's different. They, oh. So, so whenever they press one of the buttons, they add, they do like a little like extra effect. So the dwarf is doing like, you know, they're like little Russian Cossack dance where they're like kicking their legs out and folding their arms. But then like... So, like, yellow, blue, and purple are colors you can press. Yellow makes a chicken song, a song, and they do, like, the, the chicken dance. Purple and blue give you other effects. Seeing the dwarf move from, like, crossing his arms and kicking to, like, doing a ta-da, like, so unnatural and so creepy that it actually ended up being scarier than the Volpira. Oh, that's saying a lot. Well, the Volpira dance confused me because they had a similar weird dance. It didn't look as clunky as the dwarf, but like I was trying to figure out what moves they were doing, it's and it made the, me lose. It's it's what is, what does the fox say? They do the what does the fox say music video. But so on on hard mode, like it goes fast. It's like pew 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 pew. So they're doing like their body is like a uh, body horror contorting to different shapes and sizes, and I'm like, oh please, Aaron, you have you not done it yet? I have not, no. I have just been doing Zary Morty stuff 
I need to go to the Dark Moon Fair while it is still in town. Do it at least once. Because, like, it is a really, really cool setup. Like, the stage is awesome. The crowd, if you look in the crowd, you see lots of different transmogs. There's some Kul'Tearian guards there. Like, BFA still exists. Like, we're doing it. But, yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Aaron? What do you got? Ah, dang. Um, It's off the cuff here, but I got to say top two to the raid team. We are moving at a quicker pace than I would have expected. Everyone's really out there trying. No one's getting gear, but at least we're trying. And I don't expect us to beat Anduin this week, but I'm very happy that we're able to do 7 out of 11. I love me a good Slurpee. You know what I say. They refused to fill up my toilet bowl on free slushy day. <laughs> those bastards. Those bastards. Yeah, say those those money-grubbing fools. But Immune, what is your TTBBMM? So Slide kind of stole mine. I was also going to say that I... Okay, originally it was going to be a medium moot because I love this rhythm game that was introduced into the Dark Moon Fair. I love how they did it. I love all the angles of the dancing and all the animations. I just feel like it's really well done and it's fun. But my bottom boot portion of it was that originally when you completed this, they didn't give you a toy. They gave just the one character that did it, an item that you have to have in your bag that has a 30-minute cooldown that does the action of dancing on, like, a dance floor. So I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this needs to be a toy. Like, why would it not be a toy? So I, I was prepared to come into this episode saying, medium moot, verging on bottom boot because of that alone. But they fixed it yesterday that now it is a toy. So I'm happy now. So I suppose now this is officially just a top two. We did it. Yay. All these hip hop dancing moves were brought to you by these patrons. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tajirla, fourth host of the podcast, you monkey. Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. In sync slash drag race, crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Adorno, Zach, and Miri make a porno. He, <laughs> he distinctly messaged me to say that's what it was. He said, make it real fast. It sounded like all of us made the porno. <laughs> it's so good. Gershom, check out Thrall's Balls. And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. <laughs> no, oh my god, I'm still, I'm still dying. <laughs> I gotta say my part now. I'm too laughing too hard. Well, I guess to get to let you cool down for a second, I'm just now realizing as well that now we're officially at the end of, like, Shadowlands possible lore stuff, and we never got any resolution to Nathanos and Sylvanas. Nope, he just died. He was just, he was just some moss-worn guy, and she doesn't care anymore, because she's like, I'm a better person. I left him in the past. He's a wisp that we're going to put in Hitler's butt. And with that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, send us an email at do not pod at gmail.com. Tweet at us on Twitter at do not pod. You can join our Discord at do not relent.com. We'd love to have you here. Lots of happenings here. Show us your mortal scores. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow the podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me on Twitch at immunization DNR. 
You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigGoCheesy on Twitter.com. You can read the show's literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And you can come watch me play Vigiograms on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. See you guys. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC Network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Wow.